At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Welcome back to the shack. I am Wilbur. And I'm Daniel. That sounds like a Nine Inch Nails song mixed with a, a X-Men Sega Genesis game. Oh, yeah? A, a entry. Yeah. I don't know either, so. What? Yeah. You don't know Trent Reznor? Which one would that be for which thing you said? He'd be one of those things. <laughs> All right. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Come back to Conspiracy Shack. Welcome back. Welcome back to the shack. The shack is ready to roll, I think. We'll find out, won't we? Oh, oh, oh. Yes, we will. Oh, no, here we go. We're diving into the back door of the Sismonian to find all the secrets. Oh. All right, that's enough of that. Yeah. It's spooky. It's too spooky. It's too spooky. This ain't the spooky shack. We needed it for last week's episode. Oh, yeah, I know. Because he sounds like this. Just, just take your vaccine, your medicine. Yeah. Just, it'll, it's good for you. Oh, I was gonna do it, but mine didn't have the uh, changing effect. I'll figure that out eventually. I promise. I just I haven't just got that yet. Gonna, gonna do it myself, I guess. And uh, you know, just buy things. Only things that I own that only I sell that I get a profit. Off of With my man titties. Yeah, I got my big got soybean grown man titties, and I like to flop them around in front of little kids. Okay. Uh, what are we talking about this week? Oh, I was going to do the Star Wars entry mu- or theme music, but it's so bad. We're doing <laughs> Star Wars Super Space Weapons. Project Star Wars. Ronald Reagan's Project Star Wars. Oh, we're getting a Death Star. Can we get Did a Did he de- actually say that? No, it's from the Wise Kids You Know skit. Okay. Because yeah, you keep bringing that up. They're propping Ronald Reagan up like Weekend at Bernie's. But why did we pick uh, this topic for this Thursday? Because it's May the 4th, Star Wars Day. Mm-hmm. And one of our friend's birthdays. Mm-hmm. Yes. Special birthday. Happy birthday. The great and powerful Mr. E. It is the great and powerful Mr. E's birthday today. So make sure you all go over to Cribs of the Corn podcast and give the great and powerful Mr. E a happy birthday. Yes. And say, may the fourth be with you. He would really appreciate it. Yeah, he's turning real old. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, okay. No, so we picked Star Project Star Wars because it was going to be... I'll give you a hint for what's going to be next time is Dairy Mayhem. Dairy? Oh, I know what it's going to yeah. be. Yeah, it's true. But uh, Dairy Mayhem. The next episode really irks me just because of homeless people. Well, let's stick to this one. Okay. Unless we're going to solve the homeless people with Star Wars weapons. It would work. 
<laughs> I think it would too. It would be the exact opposite. I'm shocked they haven't done it yet. <laughs> they may have. They probably have. Like tested these. No. Weapons. So what is Project Star Wars? Um, isn't it like we're we're trying to create like space weapons and space force type fleets, just like the movie Star Wars? So why was Ronald Reagan's Star Wars defense plan reminded or rem, uh, mm-hmm. reminiscence of science fiction? Reagan said he wanted to avoid nuclear war Armageddon. Uh, critics called his strategy self uh, defense initiative far fetched and expensive. So Ronald Reagan wanted to come, and this is what he publicly said. You know, I, who knows what was said behind closed doors and right. whatnot. But what he publicly said is he still wanted weapons of mass destruction, but he did not want nuclear weapons. Mm. So the thing with nuclear weapons is they do do a pretty good job of being a big boom. Y- you think? But the problem with nuclear weapons is nobody can have any of that land for hundreds of years. The fallout is. It sucks. Yeah. So, but how did Japan like go back to? They didn't. Those areas are just now. Like they just started letting people go in uh, to some of those areas in like 2008. Isn't Hiroshima like a big city? Around, like you can't go to the sites anymore. And mm. then they have high birth rates, like def- like birth defectiveness and stuff like that. It's not. That sounds awful. And they were not the ones we were talking about today. Keep in mind, those were the first draft. Right. Yeah. That uh, Isaac Newton helped, or not Isaac Newton. Isaac <laughs> Newton. Our Einstein helped develop. Yep, and Oppenheimer. Mm, the bringer of death. Is that him? Yeah. I am destroyer of worlds. Kill him, or kind of. Well, Oppenheimer, yeah. yeah. He was not happy. Neither was Einstein happy about what they had done. Yeah. What have I done? Einstein left the project pretty early. Yeah, because he knew he couldn't have his name attached to such a death machine. No, he's like, I, he's like, oh, yes, I will develop this. Bomb for you. Do you know when he wrote where he wrote the first uh, plans for it? On a napkin? Yeah, at a bar. Makes sense. Wouldn't that be crazy? You see this crazy-haired German man scribbling and muttering. Just do us all. I figured out how to do it. <laughs> Screw you, Hitler! Is that what it was all about? Wasn't he a defector from... Wasn't he from Germany? Yes, he was from Germany. He got out pretty quick. Hmm. Uh, and then he, it was cool. A funny story about Albert Einstein with Adolf Hitler is that he would get personal death threats every once in a while from Adolf Hitler. For leaving? Nobody knew how the, he was getting the mail into the country. Hmm. I'm sure he's got his way. Yeah, it was a weird thing. Probably a carrier pigeon. He probably had a whole fleet of them. Uh, 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 a flying saucer. Hmm. Now, so Project Star Wars was developed. Yeah, I'll just read you the article, and then we'll go from there. It was planned to read like a science fiction, a system aimed with an array of space-based X-ray lasers would defeat or detect and defeat any nuclear headed towards the U.S. President Ronald Reagan saw the purpose Strategic Defense Initiative, SDI, as a safeguard against the most terrifying Cold War outcome, nuclear annihilation. When Reagan first announced the SDI on March uh, 23rd, 1983, he called upon the U.S. scientists who gave the, who gave us the nuclear weapons to turn their great talents to the cause of mankind and world peace, to give us the means to render these nuclear weapons uh, basically obsolete. Gotcha. Okay. So he took all these scientists that just got done making these nukes. And then? And then he's like, all right, now we need you to make them obsolete and give me something to defeat the nukes with. Hmm. They're like, we didn't put an off switch on it. Yeah, it's kind of like a He's little like, too late for that. When you were screaming at us yeah. to make you these things under budget and before delivery date, we didn't put an off switch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know that you got to create a crisis to create. You know. So this these first things. this first part of ASDI uh, was basically a laser that would cause the nuke to either pre detonate or to knock it out of its orbit, so mm. it would just land somewhere random. So they're putting lasers up in space. That was the, one of the first plans. Okay. Uh, now we know laser technology has not come very far since the 80s. I mean, I've seen people blow up balloons and stuff with lasers. Yes, you are correct. Don't they have like, I bet they have like super powered ones. Yes, I'm sure they do have. There are significantly powerful lasers, like engraving lasers and stuff like that, surgical oh, lasers. You mean back then in the 80s? Yeah, I'm. Yeah, there was not anything that they were going to use to put into the into this into space in orbit 
to knock a uh, nuclear device flying around the planet out of orbit. Mm. Space. It's all phony. Fooey. It's all fooey. From the start, politicians and scientists argued that SDI was overambitious, to say the least. (laughs) The technical uh, herderness required to achieve SDI, which include a number of proposal designs and weapons, not just space lasers, uh, seemed to be incredible in the times that Massachusetts Senator Edward Kennedy referred to as a reckless Star Wars sham. The Star Wars uh, moniker stuck. However, over the course of 10 years, the government spent... I want you to guess. Oh, uh, this is the 80s, 83 to 93. $200 billion. I, you know, I think I would have been close with you. Only 30 billion. Only 30 billion. But keep in mind, Bass Pro just bought Cabela's for 4 billion. True. But that's also in today's economy. This is 30 years ago. It's a lot different. Yeah. So this would be. Why don't you look that up for me while I keep reading? How, how do I look that? Like, what uh, am I U.S. dollar through time value. <laughs> like, there's a little calculator. You put in the year and the, how much money. Oh, okay. U.S. dollar value over yeah. time. I'm, I'm going to guess. Uh, calculator. Oh, gotcha. Put calculator at the end of it. I'm going to guess $30 billion then would be... Oh, it probably would be $200 billion today. No, there's only 83. It would probably be $90 billion. Um, okay, so if in the year um, 1983, 1983, I purchased an item for, oh gosh, uh, $30 billion. So three zero, one, zero, 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 zero. That's 30 billion. Calculate. Oh yeah, it'd be $90 billion. I was now. right. Yeah. I Two, got it. 203%. Ninety billion dollars, ninety billion, well, almost ninety-one billion. Uh, it was pretty close. Yeah, I got it dead on. So Price, pretty close. Prices are right rules. I guess you won. Uh, so that's still not a, a lot as far as I was thinking. Getting into this, when I mean, you hear some of the stuff he was trying to do, yeah, you'll be like, "There's no way they spent thirty billion dollars." Like, like a Death Star. Like they spent a trillion dollars. Oh, I believe I w- they did, or they wanted to. I, oh, if if Reagan could have got it, he would have. He mm. would have spent every cent into this. Oh, I believe it, one hundred percent. And like, guess what? The most well, we'll get to it in a minute. But guess what? The most advanced piece of technology they developed was, um, hyperspace warp drive, a steel girder with a pointy end. Okay, what would they use that? We'll for? talk about that later. Would they shoot it into? A, <laughs> never mind. I don't know. Um. Despite criticisms from politicians and many scientists and other SDIs um, were impartial, expensive, dangerous, and the concept was developed during a frightening era. So, you know, right, you know, right at the end of the Cold War. Mm-hmm. When they're trying. Yeah, that's when they just tried scaring the crap out of people. They were never actually going to go to war. Yeah. A defense against the Soviets. The Soviets had literally hundreds of ballistic missiles aimed at the U.S. at any given time. That is not a lie. They did. But we also did. Right. I mean, I could go outside and point my gun in, in the, the direction say, of Russia. Yeah, and say, oh, they got weapons aimed in our direction. That's, I don't know. <laughs> the idea that the SDI would render all of those obsolete, uh, says Matt Pink, Pinksker, Pinksker, just a professor of Homeland Security, says Matt, our uh, criminal justice at L. Douglas Wilder School of Government and Public Affairs at Virginia Commonwealth University. That's a lot. That's a hell of a title. Yeah. Three sentences for his title. He needs... He needs a wedgie. A w- yes. Or put down. Or put down. <laughs> <laughs> That's but anyways, so he said the practical objective of SDI was... So, it was too expensive and not technologically feasible. The thermodynamics in the opposition to this was that it might ignite an arms race, though. Uh, though it does not make sense because there was already one. Right, yeah, they were in the middle of one. They were racing. So basically what he's getting at is some people are saying that uh, that Reagan was only doing this uh, to get another ar- like to get an arms race going for get- technological advancement for government. Yeah. Uh, there was already one happening. Right. I, I think we were in the Cold War for how many years leading up to this? Yeah. And we already had the technological. You know when the best race time the probably moon? in the U.S. was, nineteen fifty-one. Yeah, I was gonna say the fifties. Okay, hmm. that's what I would bet. Like the, that ten years. Yeah, quite nice. Uh, we were the number one superpower. 
We weren't any major wars, and we weren't really scared of anybody. We were building stuff Cars here were in nice. America. Food was good, and you could still have horses. Beer was in town. cheap. Yep, you still have horses in town. Nobody drank beer in the fifties. Sure, they did. It's now, America. The prohibition ended like what twenty years ago. They were still drinking hardcore liquor. Yeah, uh, I mean, someone had to some homebrew bathtub brew. You know, they were sipping on. It's the fifties. Of course, they were. Nobody was brew. They all had proper suits and right. <laughs> Dressed nice. Anyways, Vince Holoft, historian and curator at the International Space Museum in Washington, D.C., ran by the Smithsonian. Mm. Mm. Sketchy already. Here we go. Says he believes Reagan truly despised nuclear weapons and especially despised the threat they posed to the security of the United States. As much as the people love to give him grief for what would end up being a trillion-dollar conundrum or accuse him of wanting Star Wars so that the United States could have a legitimate advantage over the Soviet Union in a nuclear war, Reagan seemed to truly believe that ballistic missile defense could finally release us from this peril, enduring, soul-crushing threat of Armageddon. My gosh. All this is is framed like under the threat that at any given moment, these people could nuke us and bomb us and kill us. Like, you're supposed to live in that fear. And now they took all your like tax money to develop this Star Wars space race. I guess I don't know. I have, Just, I have one nothing... more long paragraph for you before we get into free talk. Okay, okay, let's go on. Uh, just critics call SDI Star Wars. So this is a nice little article. I don't even think I gave the guy. Or, sorry, Leslie Kennedy wrote this. Oh, thank you, Leslie. Uh, critics called SDI Star Wars, but was the technology even feasible in a two thousand book? Ways out there in the blue, Reagan's Star Wars and the end of the Cold War, Francis Ferdinand's rights. Francis Ferdinand, yeah. The guy that got killed in World War I. I think it's a different one. Oh, okay. The band? Probably. <laughs> writes, the perfect anti-ballistic missile defense was beyond the reach of our technologies. It was just a story, and yet trust in the polls and the reach are in the idea had great popularity appeal in the mid-80s. And many Americans believe such a thing could be built. In the sense, the Strategic Defense Initiative was Reagan's greatest triumph as an actor-storyteller. He was indeed an actor. Yeah, I think a lot of people don't realize that about Reagan. Right. Like in the the movie uh, Back to the Future, when uh, Doc doesn't believe Marty that he's from the future, and he's telling him all this stuff, he's like, all right, well, then who's the president? Ronald Reagan. It turns out, Ronald Reagan, the actor? Holden says scientists and engineers could, could, could sorry, now I'm laughing at Back <laughs> to the Future, uh, could say that if they had the necessary funding, they could have made the technology happen. But he calls that argument problematic, pointing out a 1987 study by the American Psycho, or or Psychological, or not Psychological, Physical, Physiological? Physics. We're just going to say Physics Society. Okay. Which brought together some of the nation's uh, leading top scientific minds to measure all of the systems under development. So basically, they had this conference to kind of go over the SETI thing, or not SETI, the SDI. Okay. Uh, to see if any of the technologies they wanted to happen were even going to be feasible. Right, yeah. And were they? No. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, so the big thing was not a single, they noted that every single system under construction had to be at least improved in its energy output by a hundred times to be effective. In some cases, as much as a million times. A million times what? So that, well, I'll tell you about the technologies and stuff like that, but to get the stuff into space Mm -hmm. and all this stuff of the modern times, because they're talking about not getting a space shuttle into space. Not getting the International Space Station, which was brought up by chunks mm-hmm. and like kind of pushed together like Legos. Yeah, they're talking massive arrays of armament mm. into space. So the, first off, to get it up there and get it running and functioning, mm-hmm. and to even get it out of the out of the atmosphere, we would have to improve our systems by so most of the systems to do all of this by a hundred times efficiency. And there's a couple systems by a million times efficiency. In other words, it wasn't happening. Not in any of their lifetimes. Right, exactly. Because uh, I fully, I you know, that'll be an argument one day on this show. 
but I fully believe we went to space. Uh, mm. Maybe not the first time, but mm. I do think we went to space. Mm. But I do think that's why, like, mm. they got up there in a tin can. Mm. But for mm. this stuff, some of this stuff that was, like, massively heavy. Ain't happening. One of these I-beams that with the pointed tips yeah. was, like, 50 tons. So what's that thing supposed to be? Is that what they were dropping from the sky? Yeah, so we'll get to that. All right. Why don't you tell me what you think of this so far, why I pull up the other article? Well, I think it's wacky so far. I mean, just the thought of it all. I understand. <clears throat> so what I believe is what's going on here is the trick is, you know, we uh, we use the media and whatnot to get everyone to live in fear. I think, that, um, you know, between us and Russia as a whole country, then it gets the whole country to back these ideas because they think we, they think we need it because they frame it in a way and such that uh, the, the Star Wars defense technology is necessary for our survival and for us to move forward as a country. <clears throat> but I believe it was all, um, the stage was set for that. Like that's all the narrative that they're using to advance uh, this technology or at least to get it out in the public eye. They probably already have this technology. But it's not used to um, control or keep us safe from other countries. I mean, I'm sure in the, the, a chance like what another country goes rogue and just starts like launching bombs everywhere. But I think we created it and or the powers that be created it, created the scenarios to create this technology too in the future, which is, you know, modern day and moving forward. Uh creating this technology to control us, to keep us entrapped within our countries. And uh, you step out of line and a laser beam gets shot from space right through your head. Oh, no. Okay. Do you want to go into some of these techs? Uh, I don't don't think any of these lasers we're going to talk about here in a minute had any, like, they they were not that pinpoint. Well, maybe back then. But now, probably. Well, let me tell you. So the first one we have is the X-ray laser. Okay. So this beam, would sh- it would shoot a concentrated beam of x-rays to disarm a ballistics missile. Okay. Do you want to know how this thing was powered? Hmm. Solar radiation. They had to have a nuclear explosion go off in the chamber of, like, basically imagine like a gun, like a Looney Tunes gun. Mm-hmm. The black powder is a nuclear explosion, and the barrel aims it. The barrel aims it? Yes. What do you mean aims it? Like how a gun barrel aims the explosion of the black powder yeah. out to push the bullet? Yeah. Same thing. Huh. So it's aiming x-rays? Yes. Okay. Uh, They were trying to get it, you know, kind of small. This would have leveled a city. Dang. And they're going to blow it up, up in the space or in our upper atmosphere? No, no, no. The laser, when it hit the ground, whatever it hit would be microwaved. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, that kind of defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Yes. Or I guess That's not what I'm really. When we get into these lasers, oh yeah, that missile ain't going off. Right. Yeah. But you just hear whoa, whoa, whoa as, as everything's melting around you. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're getting a Death Star. Yes, that's basically what that one yeah. was. But you know, Death Star was powered by a star. It yeah. Was the, you know why it was called the Death Star? Because it was. Oh, why? Because using it resulted in the death of a star. Ah, that's right. Okay. Idiot. I'm. I'm. Behind in, on my Star in, Wars lore. In the newer, stupider Star Wars movies, uh, the Mega Death Star, whatever the hell they end up calling that stupid son of a gun. Sounds dumb. Ate like nine stars. Wow. Ooh, and it was big like scary. It's like what they do with all the Jurassic Parks is now the dinosaur's big and it's smart and it changes colors. And it's it bigger and scarier it's than ever before. You know what? We could just rant on the new Star Wars. They suck. They all suck. They're not. They don't. They suck. I wouldn't say they suck, but it's just like there's no soul in them. You know why? Because they suck. The original three were great. I think the original six were fine. Episode one, two, and three. Uh, it just... You know what? When they tried to switch from puppetry to CGI, it just lost its charm. No, Jar Jar had to be CGI. Why? Because if you made a puppet like that and put it on planet Earth, the Earth would explode. Probably. Yeah. I mean, they did it... Well, Yoda, I think, in the... They tried to make Yoda CGI, and it looked all weird. And they tried Jar Jar to... is a Sith Lord. He, he, he's, about, well, he's not, he's not smart up. enough to be going. No, it's all a ruse. Look it up. It's a ruse? Look it up. 
Oh, that's another show. That's another episode of this. The next one is a chemical laser. Okay. Beginning in 1985, the Air Force tested the SDIO funded. I'm going to try to read this. Okay. Detatherium fluoride laser. Sounds dangerous. Yeah. Uh, Detatherium is, I think, the first min- uh, the first uh, element. It's known as a mid-infrared advancement chemical laser, also known as a white sands, or it was tested at the white sands missile range. During a simulation, or the s- simulation, the laser successfully destroyed a Titan missile booster in 1985. However, the test setup had the booster shell uh, pressurized and under considerable compromised load. These test conditions were used to simulate the load of the booster would be under a launch. Mm. During the mid to late 1980s, a number of panels discussed this laser, and the SDI took at the various laser conferences, proceeded to these conferences, including papers of the status of the chemical and other high-pad lasers at the time. Uh, the Missiles Defense Agency, or the Airborne Laser Program, uses chemical lasers, which has successfully taken missiles out of the air. And an offshoot of the SDI could be said to have successfully implemented one of them as the key goals in the program. So the chemical laser is one of the few on this list that still is being used. I can imagine why. Well, that's... It's a lot smaller. It fits in a building. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit easier to get up there, I guess. Man, chemical lasers? Why? Huh? Why? Why would you have one that's powered by a nuclear bomb? I know. This is all dumb. A neutral particle beam. This sounds interesting. <clears throat> In July. Well, wait, wait. Hold on, though. Why did... Star Wars didn't have chemical lasers that I know of. What do you think is powering the star? What do you mean? Chemical reaction. Yeah. So, yes. In fact, the laser from the Death Star was chemical reaction powered. Power, but it's not like... That's what's happening here. Oh, okay. All right. Move on. Move on. Particle beam <laughs> in July of 18 or 1988. 1898. That's an old beam. If they had a part, we'd be pretty good right now. If they had a particle beam in 1898, what do you mean we, we'd be good? Like the amount of technology advancement. If they, we probably did have it. If they just had a steam engine and then like one guy's like, I made this thing in my barn. <laughs> yeah. It just levels a building. They're like, they would have shot him. I'd be like, huh. Um, let me. Oh, no, they'll be like those Indians don't stand a chance now. That or they'll be like, uh, let me call my buddy over at the Smithsonian. He'll uh, no Edison, check the value of this. Edison would have swooped right in. Oh yeah, It'd I be the built Ed- this. Be the Edison phonograph part two. I built it. Anyways, I did it. Put my name on it. This beam experiment uh, aboard a rocket called the Bear program launched a or launched sounding rockets containing a neutral particle beam. Uh. This experiment successfully detonated the particle beam, would operate and propel as a projectile outside the atmosphere, and it would have no unexpected side effects when firing the beam in space. Mm. You needed to fire this beam in space. Yeah, it sounds like it. You needed to. They ever fire one? Well, I'm getting there. Oh. If you, according to the BMBO, the research of the neutral particle beam accelerators, which had originally funded by the SDIO, could eventually be used to reduce the half-life of nuclear waste products in the accelerated division transformation technology. Interesting. That's a lot of words. Yeah. So they did they blow it up or not? Yeah, I and think so. It, there's no... Half the stuff is still classified. This is what they made the Nazca lines with. How? They got some of these... One of these lasers up there, and then they, they pre-programmed it like a 3D printer machine, you know, and then they just... Sh- Made these shapes and shot them down. Like, oh, look, aliens did it. Ooh. So here's our classic laser. Okay. Here's refined light with mirrors. Ooh, okay. This thing, So, as far as I know, this thing never made into the atmosphere. It's the high-precision tracking experiment, uh, but Space Shuttle Discovery, uh, they had, like, mini ones on it and stuff like that. Uh, But this thing is gigantic. The laser. Laser, the 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 housing thing for all these mirrors and stuff like that. Gotcha. Okay, is gigantic. Okay, because it just keeps refracting light, refracting light, refracting light, and focusing it, and it'd be your classic kind of death laser. The Death Star, the Death Touch. Couldn't get it into the atmosphere. Why not? 
really heavy, <laughs> real big, and really and really sensitive. They should have put it right on top of that manhole thinking, cover. Yeah, think about that. Is that we need to get this thing that's the size of a grain elevator into space, but it's completely full of, of really small, polished glass. Yeah, see, so I'd almost have to get it all each piece up there individually and build it up there. Here's the next. Here's my favorite one. Okay, my second favorite one. It's a fart bomb. The hyper velocity railgun. Ooh, okay. Now those these we do have. Yeah, now. and there's there's we can talk about problems with railguns, why we don't see them used in battle and stuff like that. Even though they're really big, like they they just destroy ships. They're very effective. Yeah, but yeah, basically that's where the railgun was invented was through this program. Okay. Uh, so this one is the one of the ones I was talking about, where they basically had these I-beams. So the original railguns on Earth use a basically a manhole cover as a bullet. Uh, they use a small uh, steel disc most of the time. They hyper, uh, what is it? They hypercharge it. So basically it's, I can't remember if it's negative or positive, what, whatever it One is. One or the other, yeah. yeah. And they shoot it out and it goes, it just goes so fast. Insane speeds. Uh, they did it with one of the ship hulls, and this manhole cover went through both of the ship hulls. That's like insane. Both sides. Yeah. So what the goal of this thing, as far as ground stuff, is use it to hit ships and right at the water level. Mm-hmm. And it's not to even blow up ships because it doesn't do like that kind of stuff. It really just pokes a giant hole through Big, them. Right, yeah. So it makes the ships have to turn around and go back. Mm-hmm. So it's a really, if you want to talk about effective uh, warfare with loss, limited loss of life, that's a really good thing. Because you completely cripple the ship, but you don't you hurt as little amount of crew as possible. Right. Yeah. So I get that. This thing is not that. We should. Oh, this what? is a javelin that is thirty tons. Okay. It is basically a giant eye channel. Oh, this is that thing you were talking about. Yeah. They okay. wanted to build this thing in space. Uh huh. It was an eye channel that a sharpened end. When it hit velocity, so that's the other thing is when they hit and they stop, they make the biggest boom. Oh yeah, like uh, rail guns. This thing would have had the same power as a large nuclear explosive hitting the Earth. That's insane. Yeah, let's build one. They tried. No, once again, you. Uh, well, we can build a little one. We can't yeah. build something this size. Well, no, not this size, but home defense like big archery. You know, uh, that shoots small I beams. You can have it mounted on your roof when they, you know, when the end of days come and people start charging your house, you'll be up there with an I beam, javelin, throwing <laughs> big archery thing on top of your roof. <laughs> oh, I can see you doing it too. So this is like, could you imagine? Like, and there's pictures. You can look up pictures of this thing. So it literally looked like a giant, like a giant crossbow. Yeah. In space. And they had a whole space station, like a monster space station next to it that just housed hundreds of these right. girders. Reload. That'd be a cool job. Could you imagine just this thing starting to load and just start firing these things into the app? Like, I mean, you could just take out, you could take out countries with this. Yeah, no, it would, it would, it would. Yeah. I mean, it's horrible. It's, it's basically, it's making your own meteorites. Yeah, basically. It's a big death machine. Speaking of making your own meteorites. Uh-oh. Is that next? There was one where they thought they could <coughs> send these little probes out into space. And see, this isn't to stop a ballistic missile. Like, this is just to destroy our country. Yeah. But they there was a part of this program where they were going to put, I think it was the Pebble, the uh, Brilliant Pebble program, uh, where they would put, the, they wanted this little, like, space probe to go out and attach itself to, like, a floating rock and start steering it, naming it out of country. Jeez, because it's all about terminal velocity. That's all the girder was doing. The girder, yeah. girder had no explosives. No, it's just it was speed. just going really fast coming into the atmosphere. When it hits the Earth, a lot of bad stuff happens. When it goes through that troposphere, so like the one that wiped out the dinosaur supposedly in the New Mexico crater. Yeah. Uh, so the whole Gulf of New Mexico is supposedly this crater. That rock was only the size of Mount Everest, and that sounds really big, but not on a global scale. For it causing basically a nuclear winter for about a thousand years. Untold destruction. I mean, we would go extinct. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Except for those that, you know, burrow under the ground. Crocodilians. Ooh. Like, I just got to eat once a year and I'm good. <laughs> oh, wait, not you personally, right? No, no. Okay. No, I so. eat several times a day. 
and then I'll still complain about being hungry. <laughs> now they had all kinds of like all this stuff. Let's see what I'm just going through. Like literally the list of stuff mm-hmm. they had in this program was mm-hmm. insane. That's why everybody thought he was crazy. As, especially if you're a scientist of the day, Ron Reagan. And yeah. And you were looking at this list that he wanted he, cause he pretty much just put a list of demands. Mm-hmm. Well, he was he had no understanding of how any of this technology worked. He was a, he was he had dementia. Yeah, sure. I he, mean, I'm not saying no. I'm yeah. just saying we have we're doing with that right now. He, yeah, exactly. He was a big Star Wars fan. He had dementia. I think people were definitely in his ear all the time, like you know, uh, pushing not just pushing these ideas, but new like he was into it and like, oh yeah, this is possible. It's you know, this is possible. So he's going out making press conferences that, yeah, we're gonna do all this stuff. Let's so push it forward. Here's the other thing, is we kind of talked about it earlier already, but with the 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 race with Russia, right? Russia was very close to financial collapse at this point. Okay, and some people said he did this on purpose with no no hopes of ever doing any of this stuff. Mm. But he made up all these brilliant sounding technologies to make Russia invest in them. Yeah, to and help. push them to collapse. I could see that in a sense, yeah. I mean, that would be much more feasible where he was just... Than actually building them. Right, because, I mean, he was talking about, like, the railgun one is the one I was my favorite one, but he was talking about these chemical cannons in the atmosphere, like... Chemical cannons. That's what they were. I know. It's insane, though. Even say out loud. But they were so incredibly heavy. I mean, literally, when we got people into space, like, that was... they, They were weighing ounces of stuff, like, just to get it, like, for the fuel ratio to get that stuff up there. And he's talking about just sending payloads of steel girders up there. That's insane. And so I fully, if I if I buy any of the things that people say about why he did this, that's the one I would probably buy. To collapse Russia's yeah. economy like, that, or help. Do, they were just doing it. all this stuff because they knew they were close. They mm-hmm. knew Russia was stretched thin. They knew it. And they were just like, all right, if we, you know, just write a bunch of the craziest sounding stuff on this piece of paper and make it public. And, and give, then he, give it to Reagan it, to read. made it immediately public. Yeah. Why yeah, would they make fishy. any of this public? They never do that. They never Immediately. do that. Immediately. Yeah. Rangood's like, here's kind of the stuff we're going to work on. Yeah. You know? Well, he's probably into, like, I'm sure he actually, I, I'm sure Reagan actually believed it. Like, we were actually going to develop this stuff because, you know, he. I don't think he did. I think so because he could sell it. And once, if you actually, if he actually believes it, he's going to be even better at selling it, like the thought of it. And I think he was just so far gone at this point where. In they just had to mention, huh? In '83, pretty sure. Well, he's probably so far gone the moment he got in. I mean, it's it's like weekend at Bernie's. Weekend at Bernie's. No, so there's other like there's hundreds and hundreds of like technologies were worked on in this program. Mm-hmm. Everything from spy satellites to basically like the modern setup of how the internet works now with uh, with satellites and stuff like that. Uh, brilliant eyes was just to detect any kind of glinty silvery thing moving at all on the Earth's surface. Hmm. So it's like the only thing that ever came out of it was like death machines and spy uh, yes. technology. And uh, you could they even had a one of these technologies could develop decoys, like these little things that would show up on radar that weren't really there. Oh, you think that could explain some of the UFO yes. stuff we're seeing? So that one was called... Keep talking. Um, <laughs> well, we keep seeing these videos of these little like ball-shaped items that go just flying over the country and like flying at speeds like unbelievable. Sometimes pilots will lock onto them and film them. But I wonder if that I didn't know this was a technology they were developing or even disclosed that they were working on. Just having decoy, uh, I don't know, bogeys. phantom signals is what it was. Phantom signals. Yeah, there's nothing there. Hmm. But it would make your radar think there was something there. Oh, it didn't visually like. No, you couldn't see it. Okay. As far as this stuff. Shoot, they probably got stuff now though that would project an actual image, that they could pick up on camera and like track it. What if? Yeah, I don't know. All the doors are open when you start getting into what tech we might actually have. And if you want to be real, the Soviet Union didn't collapse during this project. Mm. Right at the end, in 89 to 91. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Um, You got to look up the sketch, though, uh, from the whitest kids you know. It's just called Reagan. 
And remember like uh, the pop-up videos on VH1? I don't know if, if you're old enough to remember that. Mm-mm. They'd basically play like music videos and during the whole thing, uh, it would just pop up like these little facts about the video, you know, just like interesting little tidbits as the video went on. And uh, they kind of did that with this Reagan thing. It's just one of them dressed up as Reagan and he's going down the sidewalk and like Secret Service are literally holding him upright to <laughs> like walk we him. we get it, birdies. And then, yeah, and then... uh the press is right there, like interviewing and asking him all these questions. And then any, every answer he gives, the press just goes nuts, like cheering and stuff like, Mr. Reagan, are we, are we like going to have Star Wars weapons? And he's like, yes, like we're, we're going to have, we're going to have our own Star Wars like fleet. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And they're like, Mr. Reagan, Mr. Reagan. And he's like, they're like, and then the secret service is pulling away. Like he's really busy right now. He got things to do. And he's like, well, hold on now. We're talking about the movies. So he stops. I'm like, oh, like, Mr. Reagan, are we getting a Death Star? And he just pauses and goes, oh, we're getting a Death Star. And they all just go like nuts. And every time he answers a question and they all go nuts, he like about falls over and they have to like hold him up. Like he goes completely limp. It's so funny. It's so funny. But there's so many like things that pop up and like they like little facts. They pop up in the video that are just true, like true facts that are just so ridiculous. It's so, it makes it so funny, but because they're real. Yeah. So you have to watch that. Why is kids, you know, Reagan, look it up, Google it. How about the treaty obliteration? Ooh, did they obliterate a treaty? D.I. goes directly against the outer space treaty signed in 1967. Ooh. Outer Space Treaty. We didn't even go to the moon yet by 1967. Yeah, but a lot of countries were working on it and stuff like that. So a bunch of the major, you know, major powers are saying, "Here's the big thing with the space treaty: no weapons in space." Mm. And we broke it. So in a sense, he, that's what Reagan like. They argued with this because it was all for anti-ballistic missile. So it's not an actual weapon; it's a defense. It's a defense measure. That's why it's called the Strategic Defense uh, Initiative. It's all in the words. Yeah. Wordplay. And, well, you know, none of this, most of this never actually got into orbit. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was, you know, it's just all this stuff was like all these countries are like, what about the, the Outer Space Treaty? Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, uh, remember uh, this uh, document we signed back in uh, 1967? It's like Australia trying to speak <laughs> up. Yeah. Like, you just hear that. You got that? The. I know it's there. Oh, do I? Let's try again. Oh, uh, guys, remember that uh, space tr- treaty thing we all signed in 1967? Oops. I don't have the gun. <laughs> oh, that was a good... <laughs> I thought I had the gun. I didn't have it. Yeah, it's somewhere on there, but it's... Uh, I remember you... I think you played it for me the one day. But that's uh, whatever. We got this... Uh, our friends upgraded their uh, soundboard, or not sound, well, yeah, their uh, recording device, so we thought we'd upgrade, too. We're still getting used to all of our new buttons. <laughs> How about some whistleblowers? You want Ooh, some whistleblowers? I love whistleblowers. There's only one. Of course, that's that got his story told. Uh, I think there's only one because nothing really happened. Hmm, okay. Like well, all these technologies were so like far-fetched that these poor scientists that were having to work on them were like, we made something work. Yeah. And it's like, it's either the size of a house or it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. <laughs> What's the whistleblower say? Uh, Aldrich Saucer. Mm. S-A-U-C-I-E-R. Saucier. Saucer. Anyways, Al- Albrick uh, gave the wi- whistleblower protection after he was fired and complained about wasteful spending on research and development at the SDI. Makes sense. But he also lost his security clearance. Hmm. That is the only thing he ever said, is that we're wasting money on this project. So, like I said, like, I mean, all this stuff might not even be, it wasn't even planned at all. It's just a way to siphon money away from us. Kind of like how I think today when we have the Space Force, how we started that, uh, what, is that a new branch of our military now? Like, is that an official thing? I don't have no idea. And I just think that's all a big ruse. Another reason to like swipe money away from all of us. That's just what I think it is. 
I don't think there's anything going on with the Space Force. And that's just what it's just another branch of military it's stuff we already had. But no, no, we got to I don't know. What if I I got one more thing for you? I'm ready. I was really hoping you'd have more for this episode, but you really haven't had anything. No, I'm just I'm along for the weak. ride. You've been weak. I I've been I brought you some tidbits. You've brought nothing. Oh, we're getting a Death Star. Yeah, you've said that a lot. All right. Somebody sued Ronald Reagan for this. Hmm. Who? I'll give you one guess. PETA. No. <laughs> George Lucas. Ah, okay. He sued Reagan for stealing the name based on his franchise. Wow. Did he win? Yes. He actually won? How much did he get? Doesn't say. They settled out of court. Hmm. Screw George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the SDI didn't actually accomplish a whole lot as far as technologies go, but they what was really cool that the SDI did is they set a really cool groundwork for a lot of modern day technologies, mm. most of which didn't go into the military field. Uh, like when they were developing some of these lasers, like a lot of them went into TV technology and all this stuff. Mm. Like so, like a lot of this, like basically these scientists were given an impossible task and a, an extremely large budget. Right, right. So what most of them did was just worked on their private pro their their private project as publicly as they could. So basically, if you're in the laser division, you are working with lasers. You are not building this dangerous chemical mass laser because right. you know it's never going to work. You right. at least you know you're never going to get it into space. So you start developing colored lasers. You start developing all this like all this stuff. So a lot of cool technologies came from this uh, from this department, but a lot of these guys got fired, got quit, and then went off and made their own money somewhere else. Mm. Oh, nefarious! I don't think that's nefarious. I think you know if you're a scientist, and somebody's like, "Here's you know here's eighty three, mm -hmm. here's twenty million dollars, right? Yeah, you have ten years, develop a death laser." And you kind of think, in no way, shape, or form, I want to make a death laser. No way, shape, or form, can I make a death laser? But what I can do is, for the first five years, is make tiny lasers and just keep telling them, we got to make the little ones first to make the big ones. Hmm. And then you just siphon money away. Yep. And just siphon it away. Hey, I'll take a paycheck all day. <laughs> yeah. I if, get it. If we get a... Especially if you're a scientist. They don't get a lot of money. We're scientists. We're podcast scientists. Uh, government would just send us a, a check to shut up, you know, for the rest of our lifetimes. We'll do it. We'll do Easily. it. Yeah, I'll do a field study of, um, you know, a 40-year field study. So wait, let's wait. Are there any government officials out there that would like to help that out? I was hoping maybe one would show up. Yeah, that's always. Come on. Give us a check. Give us a check. We'll shut up. Give us the shield check. I'll do it. You're yelling an awful lot. I'll 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 go back and, you know, guard your secret bones in the back of the Smithsonian Museums. I'll do it. So what what's your opinions on Project Star Wars? I think it was all um a a way to uh steal taxpayer money. Um just another uh, ex excuse or another scenario created to instill fear and to make the people think we're actually doing something about it. All of it, I think, was nonsense. Um, all of it, I think, you know, was to help put out the idea that we're developing these technologies when we probably already had it. So they're they're just using this as like, um, oh, we have soft disclosure to disclose already technology we probably already had. You think this is soft disclosure? But uh, I mean, in a sense of like putting it out there, like, oh, you know, we're doing this project Star Wars. Now that you guys have all seen Star Wars, came out in 1979, I think, like that. And See, I think it's the exact opposite. Well, I'm just because they immediately publicly said most of these technology, like they were, they were talking about this stuff in the news. They were talking like, yeah, like it's never happened and it never will happen with an actual government black budget project. What's that? This kind of stuff, like that's why I don't think it's real. No, I don't think it's. I don't think anything they were doing was real. I think 
what they did though is get the idea out there that there's this crazy Star Wars futuristic technology that's on the verge, and we're putting all this money in it to create it and defend the U.S. of A. When I think they already did have stuff like this already developed in development, maybe not in space, but just that's just a different angle to waste more money. But they already have these weapons developed, and they're just now putting out there like. Oh, yeah, it's possible. If we just put enough money into it, we can develop these Star Wars-like uh, weapons to protect you and your loved ones from See, I the don't foreign think enemy. that's what happened here. Because literally, they had tons of committees. They had tons of public saying, this is impossible, and this is a waste of money. Right. So this is one of these things that backfired on the government if that was their goal. Because they said, this is wasteful budgeting. The only whistleblower they ever had saying... This is wasteful budgeting. And, what, and so he got that's fired. They don't think that's what's happening here because it's just, it would, it backfired. It showed that the government will spend your, your taxpayer money on, stu- on stupid stuff. Oh, yeah. It I didn't mean, show that they were already, it didn't show they were using this to advance technology. It showed that they were spending it on stupid stuff that didn't exist. And we're still doing that today. Right. But I'm just saying, I don't think that was the purpose of this thing is to gain the confidence of the people. No, I don't think it was – I'm not saying it was there to gain confidence. I'm saying it was just there to put the the idea into the – what, the zeitgeist that these things are possible. That, But it just gives people it, – it kicks the can down the road and distracts you when you think as the average American citizen working 9 to 5 that, oh, my government's protecting me by building these Star Wars weapons. Guys, like they're really working on it. It's, this is going to be awesome, and it never comes. It never comes. But it never see, comes. I don't think that happened. You don't think so? No, because everybody, literally, the public outcried. They had so many panels, like every, like once a year, they, like everybody was making them have panels of scientists. All these scientists would say, "No, we cannot do this. This is not possible." Mm-hmm. And then they would continue to spend it. Right, they still so do it. More the general public wasn't like, "Oh, it's cool, they're building us weapons or whatever." More the general public like, they're just wasting money. See, I don't think I think they those conferences and stuff. Yeah, they did them. They got to do them and put that out there. But as probably them on the mass, on the whole, they like were the media broadcasted. Were, they were public. Like everybody was behind. Yeah, these but things. people aren't watching that. It's what they tell you on the news and stuff. That is what you pay attention to. And they were on the news. And they're probably like, most of these were live broadcasted. And they were just saying Star Wars weapons, Star Wars weapons. This is awesome. See, I don't think it was like that with this one. Work, obey. I Repo- I really think this whole thing. Was just to screw with Russia. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's the angle, too. I think the whole thing was they did not care what the public thought. Well, they never do. I know. At, but at they the end did, of the day. Because they, 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 they lost more people than they won over in this project, for hmm. sure. I don't know. I and bet they there's a like, lot of Star Wars fans then, out there. The collapse of Russia directly correlates. With this? Yeah. I just mm-hmm. told you that. The program ended like the year after Russia collapsed. Oh, the program ended, gotcha. But it started when Russia was at still at its peak financially. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the program ended after they collapsed. So it seemed like the whole purpose of this program was just to run Russia into the ground. I'm sure it had that layer to it. I think that was it. Like, literally, and it wasn't even that much money. You know, $20 billion it sounds like a lot of money, but for 10 years and all these weird, stupid little projects, hundreds, hundreds of projects. I That's mean, not real funding. It's it's kind of a lot of money, you know, back then, but it's not over, over ten years. Yeah, true, over ten years. Ten years. Yeah, I mean, now we'll spend a trillion dollars in a year. Just, we'll spend more we'll than print, that. We'll print more than that. So this is not real. They did not care what the public thought of it. This is my opinion. It was all just screw with Russia and the other superpowers because they made up all kinds of technology. They sat there and was like, we even with Star Wars, they're like, okay, this stuff's cool science fiction let's say we're making this real and then they and had, then russia goes out there and is trying to build a death laser in the middle of the tundra and killing all their citizens and china is just throwing people at it literally just throwing people that's mm-hmm. the big human catapult and we used our demented president to sell the idea there, yeah that's yeah it's, i mean it's a common u.s thing <laughs> apparently so history repeats itself try and you'll succeed I don't know. Never doubt that you're the one and you can have your dream. So you think the Space Force? What do you think about the Space Force? I think it's stupid and dumb. There's no such thing as space. There's It's an upper atmospheric force is what it is. That's all it's... But they can't sell that. What do you think space is? It's a reflection of our thoughts and minds. It's the, it's the potential of the future. 
all up there, written in the stars. What are stars? Energy centers. So big balls of gas. Ah, uh, maybe. Probably not though. Probably not. The cleanest form of energy. One of them, I'm sure, is. And I, you know what the dirtiest form of energy is? Do you? No. I don't know either. Oh, I was like. I was gonna say a fart, but I, was, I don't think. I'm so. gonna say probably coal. No, come on. No, it's not that. It's just not that. It's probably coal. Probably not though, because literally taking use motor oil. That's worse. Well, here's why I say coal. It's because when you take it out of the ground, mm-hmm. literally every time water comes through it, it makes sulfuric acid, which can be useful, not for anything that's alive. Right. It's good for cleaning stuff. You know, it's not. Yeah. You need sometimes things need cleaned. Not with that. Sure. Because, anyways, it does that. It's good it's for etching in the ocean, etching concrete. Etching concrete. Not that kind of sulfuric acid. <laughs> I really don't know. I don't even know what a concrete etcher does. I think it I, dissolves it a little bit. Yeah, sure. I don't know. That's, that's limestone. You can do it with like peroxide and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah, peroxide's just like hydrogen peroxide is just like H, what is it, H2O2, something like that? Or H, what is it? HO2 or something like that? I don't know. It's just, it's like a, just a different so let's end this thing episode. of water. It's weird. Yes. All right. With let's end it. Our thoughts on Star Wars. It's just it's National Star Wars Day. Oh yeah, I forgot. I guess we better be respectful to National Star Wars. Star Wars uh, episodes four, five, and six. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean you're never one, gonna beat, which is always weird to me. What? You're never like the originals. Oh, you can't beat our the four, original. five, and six though. I know. You it's know, like, it's like it's always a weird thing. You think like, he actually planned that out? No. I, don't. No. I don't. I think he picked his be- the best section of story. Yeah. Because the story was already done, like the, the like the, right. the, the the lore, yeah, it was already done. Yeah, so he picked the most, maybe Inter- the excitement, the climax of the story, mm-hmm. and then it was sold really well. And he's like, I like the prequels, the, I like them. The story's fine behind them, but the movies themselves aren't. I watch them in order, though. Yeah, they're just not that. I, I not, they don't have that same soul as the original one. So like, yeah, everybody's like, you got to watch four, five, and six first. And I'm like, I enjoy if you start with one, two, three. And then four, five, six. You're one of them. I just enjoy it. I don't know. I just like saying it that. It flows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's supposed to. I better. Um, but it's just. The modern. Now, the Disney oh, yeah. ones. The Disney ones earlier. are something different. Yeah. So, yeah, let me say. So, episode four, five, and six, good. Episodes one, two, and three, yeah, okay. Not Noki. bad. Noki's a good rating. Noki. And then the newest ones, the Disney ones. That are movies. just the movies are just as bad as Project Star Wars. Now I so I've enjoyed the Mandalorian unnecessary and just dumb. I've enjoyed the Mandalorian. Okay, uh, which is like a like a TV series. I've enjoyed Boba Fett, uh, which is a build up of his story, and it was kind of a nice little conclusion of his story. Uh, and it stuck it stuck pretty good to the, like the lore, the books, and all that kind of uh-huh. stuff. Uh, what's the other one? Bad Batch is the new animated one. That one's pretty good. Uh, so like the shorter ones, yeah, for the, like the series and stuff like that. The Disney's done through with Lucasfilms or whatever. Now whoever, however that owning yeah. rights works, are pretty good. Lucas Hearts or whatever. I don't the know. The movies aren't aren't the new Disney movies. Terrible. Aren't good. Terrible. And so it's really take them just because it's like, I don't think they had a very clear cut idea of what they wanted to happen. And then they killed Han. Might as well kill Star Wars. But I did enjoy the Han Solo movie. Never saw it. It was pretty good. I just refuse. I'm just, I'm over it. They're trying to capitalize on it, and they can't make a good story. Well, they didn't make a good story for that one. It was already written. Oh. Well. Because it was Han's actual background. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. That was good, though. I'm just anti all this new stuff, this new crap. That's what I would call it, crap. Just in a combative mood today. I can tell. Yeah. Well, happy Star Wars Day, though. Yeah, happy Star Wars Day. Go wish the great and powerful mystery a happy birthday. Right, yeah. Just turned 28. Is that right? I don't know. I don't know either anymore. Too much mushrooms to remember. (laughs) All right. You guys have a good day.
Bye. I gotta find oh. it. <gasps> Bye. Bye. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.